Hawkeye Self Storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot-tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with multiple locations in Danville and one in Pittsburgh. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 317-745-2700 or by going to their website, hawkeyestorageunits.com. This is Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger. Alan is a Hendricks County native that talks with your favorite entertainers. This is where Alan hangs out with music royalty. Sights and Sounds is sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. And now your host, Alan Kiger. This is Sights and Sounds. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and my guest today is Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee Dave Mason. Dave, how are you doing today? Good. I noticed when you were leaning up there, you had, uh, it looked like I couldn't tell if that was a Robbie Knievel or an Evil Knievel t-shirt on. That wasn't one of my questions, but, you know, I think everybody loved Evil Knievel, especially people my age growing Uh, up. Yeah, I have no idea. I just threw a t-shirt on. (laughs) Okay. Well, Dave, you've had an amazing career. I want to go back, way back as far as we can. We're going to make this as quick as possible. We appreciate you taking your time for this. But you got started... In the in the mid '60s, who were your musical influences that brought you into music? Shadows. Shadows. Okay. Yeah. At Hank what? Marvin. Go ahead. Hank Marvin. Okay. At what point did you say that you wanted? This is what you knew. You knew you wanted to be a musician, and this was the path you were going to take. At what age was that? Um. Uh, about 16. 16. Did you ever have a, if you would have not made it into the music, did you have something that you would have liked to have done otherwise? Uh, well, I was one my, what I wanted to do is go in the Royal Air Force. Okay. And I did not have the, uh, my math skills were not to pass the exams were not up to par. So, Okay. Well, that's that's a pretty cool backup alternate. You're not the first person that I've interviewed that one one person wanted to be a fighter pilot. So, it's kind of cool that I've interviewed two people from two different eras and they've they've both mentioned, you know, yours is the Royal Air Force, you coming from England and his wanting to be a fighter pilot here in America. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dave, at, a, at an early age, you wrote a hit song called Feeling All Right. Yes. Uh, been recorded by many artists and I, I would say from my point of view probably the the famous would be you know joe cocker but you know elo coldplay three dog night and many others recorded that song of yours now recently during the COVID time you got together with sammy hagar and michael mcdonald and several others and re-recorded that what what i call the the COVID sessions, which a lot of artists seem to do stuff like that with that song and all, you know, I don't want to put, put you on the spot, but with all those recordings of other people's, do you have a version that you liked best that you felt like somebody might've nailed what you were thinking when you wrote that? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, n- n- none of the, none of them reflect, 
what the song is about anyway. But the, my probably favorite version would be Conkers. Okay. Well, I'd have to say that. And I went ahead once I, I got the information from your publicist, I had to go through and I had to listen to everyone that I could possibly find. Well, there's and- about, there's about 50 major artists that have recorded it. And of course, every, every garage band and play has played it and still plays it. So. Um, it's one of it's one of my favorite songs all time. I saw Joe Cocker way back in the day opening up for Stevie Ray Vaughan, so and that was that was quite an experience. When you when you go back to the '60s, now from what I've read, I got a lot of information from Michelle and and Dave, your bus driver. Uh, I'm friends with him, so I always get some inside stories, which is which is nice, but. You were friends with Jimi Hendrix and played rhythm guitar in All Along the Watchtower. How did that come about? Just hanging out, you know, just sort of mutual admiration. He loved traffic, and we struck up a sort of, relation, you know, friendship, relationship, whatever. And, yeah, I finished up doing a number of things, played there's some tracks with me playing sitar and bass. I, I just don't, I don't know whatever happened to them. Oh, okay. With, with playing with Hendrix, I mean, you went on and you you studio musician. You played with just about everybody there is to play with. As far as big, I mean, you played with the Rolling Stones. You played with Paul McCartney. You played with George Harrison. You had a stint with. Um, oh, I, I'm passing up my notes here. I got little off schedule well, well all those stories go into detail in the book which will be out in may called only you know and i know um oh. which which can be uh i do believe you can pre-order it on amazon uh at the moment so that's slated to come out in may um but yeah all that's uh, all that more is <laughs> it's all in the book okay well that was one of the things i wanted to talk about was the book that was coming out I, I love reading, and maybe our our listeners are gonna gonna love reading. And I, sometime after the book comes out, and after I've read it, I'd like to have another interview with you, and we just talk about the book because those are the kind of things that are to me that are fascinating. I don't I don't necessarily like to hear the dirt. I just want to hear all those little cool stories of who was sitting where and the conversations that went on and the songs that sparked something and the relationships. When you get done with rock and roll, I mean our life it's about the relationships that we've met and the people that we've met and the the stories that we tell our kids and our grandchildren those are i think are the the important things in life that that you get to carry on i mean your songs yeah. are going to go on and yeah. the story's been told through the songs so that's a that's a pretty neat experience how long did it take you to write the book oh well i my co the co i have a co-author on it chris Epting, who's Co co-authored a number of books. I think the last, the last one he did was um, the Doobie Brothers, I think. Um, but he did a lot of the research, history and stuff on it. Um, so I don't know. We started it, I guess, two years ago or so. Okay. Is there going to be a lot of pictures in there, or is it just mostly stories and the times that? Well, I guess there'll be pictures. I mean. As much as we know, we're allowed to put in there and whatever. <laughs> okay. Now, once, it's in, once it's in the publisher's hands, who knows? You know. Now you made an album with Cass Elliot. Tell the listeners a little bit about that. 
I just, uh, well, we just, I basically came out of a, just a friend, just that sort of just evolved out of a friendship, uh, mostly because there were, there were two people living, there were a couple living at her house who were really good friends of mine from England that I didn't know were there. Um, so it was a great, it was a nice surprise to have somebody, people that I knew when I finally moved over here. So, and that just that sort of just, that came out of just a lot of hanging out at that house. Okay. There's, it sounds like there's a lot of cool stories that are going to be in that book. Now, Dave, you had a platinum album called Let It Flow that has one of my all-time favorite songs on it called We Just Disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that that's opened the door to, to many success. And when I, I know you were a member of Traffic, we haven't even touched on that yet. But when I think of you, that's one of those songs that I remember listening to that in my in my car shortly after I got my license, which was several years after that song had came out. But it was still had a lot of radio play. It's something that still played a lot that other artists have recorded. Uh, one of the people I've interviewed, uh, Billy Dean's recorded that song and uh, done a fine job with it. Oh, oh, oh. What should people expect? We're, we're leading into this. You're going to be coming down to Brown County, Nashville, Indiana, February 17th. What should they expect to see when they show up and get a ticket to Dave Mason? Well, I, you know, I did, the, I try to cover as much as I can out of the, out of the career. Um, also we, you know, include uh, some versions of, of different traffic songs. It's just fantasy, low spark. Um, and it's just basically a mixture of stuff. Um, and obviously with the, uh, excuse me, with, um, we just disagree is always in the set thing that, you know, the ones that have been hits, they'll be in there. Okay. Now with your time as a studio musician, was that something to fill the spots? Was it just a musician in you that wanted to do that? Was it in between? other you know between solo stuff and between other album projects how did that work out just right place right time okay <laughs> that's all it is <laughs> okay well yeah I, I i try to i try to watch as many there was years. nothing planned there was nothing you know it just happened to that happened to be in the right place at the right time pretty much okay. Well, to be a studio musician, everything I've read, those are the those are the good musicians. So, well, I, never, well, I was never a studio musician. I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Right. I mean, I'm I, I'm not a studio musician. I just okay. happened to play on um, people's things that I that I that I knew in some way or other, and that's really how that those happen. Well, Dave, what are your hobbies outside of music? Uh, I, I, well, I mostly at the, I used to be, I used to ski. I don't anymore. Too old for that. And, and, and I don't, can't afford to maybe break something anymore. <laughs> and that's not, not as much fun when you can, uh, break a leg. I don't really have a lot much. I, I mean, mostly I'm just play, futzing around in my studio, playing around. Um, and lately, over the last few years, it's been 
moving houses and remodeling. <laughs> Basically, it. So, where do you where do you call home nowadays? Uh, I live in Gardnerville, Nevada. Okay, sounds like a beautiful place. Well, I'm going to ask you f- five quick questions here. Uh, you don't have to spend a lot of time on them. Um, well, we're going to be four because you already answered one of them. Okay. So, <laughs> what is your favorite movie of all time? I don't know. That's like asking you what's your favorite song or what's your favorite. I have a number of them. I mean, I guess. I mean, most of my stuff is all classic movies anyway. I mean, there's a few of them. But, I, I mean, you can always go back to, obviously, go back to Casablanca. Oh, it's a great show. Great show. Any thing I've ever seen that, you can always go back to that. There's, okay. There's, there's not there's, there's not that many great movies. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I always like to bring in those questions, though, that when the listeners listen, that, you know, you're answering questions that people might not know about somebody and that, you know, that might be their favorite movie well, or just, just quick I mean, more, little questions. Yeah, more contemporary, I suppose. Uh as good as it gets would be another good one. Oh, great. I just saw that the other night. I really like that. Uh, name a place you would like to go, but you've never been. Uh, shoot. Been pretty much everywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, actually, I've never been to Africa, so that would be. Okay. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great answer. Uh, what is your favorite food to eat? Well, I, I, I am basically protein and vegetable guy. Okay. I don't eat any carbohydrates. Ah, I need to I need to get right there with you. That's a hard one to quit. How long have you been on that? Uh I don't know, five, six years. I mean I just it's not that hard really. Okay. Well I heard you, you telling Mr. Grubb that he needed to change his diet, so I'm oh, working yeah, on mine. Yeah, yeah, I got him on a program. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm working on that. So, yeah, this this might be an odd question, but what is your daily driver car if you are home? When we're home? Yeah. yeah. What would what would we see you out driving around if you went to the grocery store to go get some? I don't know what model it is. It's just a small, um, small, I don't know exactly which model. It's just, it's a, just a Mercedes. Okay. Well, that's a nice car. Uh, a used, it's second hand Mercedes, probably the best, one of the better buys I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> that always makes it, makes it good. Well, Dave, again, I'm going to emphasize to the listeners, you're going to be in Brown County, Indiana, which is Nashville, Indiana at the Brown County Music Center, February yeah. 17th. Uh, great place to see a concert. Listeners, if you're listening to this, I've seen many shows there. It's fairly new, the last three or four, I think they opened right before COVID. Neat place to see see music. Great big stage. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it's it sounds great in there. It's a really a nice nice. And Brown County is a beautiful place. If listeners are listening, you've not been to Brown County. It's in downtown Nashville. A lot of cool little restaurants and quaint little stores. A lot of homemade stuff. So it's a it's a neat place to go. Dave, I want to say thanks for taking the time. I look forward to coming back on here and doing an interview after your book's out. Get tell the people where they can get a copy of this book. Well, you can if there's a you can get an advanced copy of it, I believe, on uh, on Amazon at the moment. It's supposed to set to come out in May. Okay. Well, after I've read that book, I want to do an interview with you about the book. That's kind of don't get me wrong. I love music. Music's my first passion, but I love to read, and I, those are the kind of stuff that I like to read. Is, okay. 
those those memoirs. Thanks for being a guest here on Sights and Sound. Really appreciate it. We play a lot of your music here on WYRZ. We play traffic. We play you. I mean, we play a lot of the stuff. We're the only station in the Indianapolis area that I would say we're, we're, we're a Goldie's oldie station. So we hit the realm of all the stuff that you played. I mean, the, the Jimi Hendrix song, the traffic work, your song, the song you wrote, the Joe Cocker. I think we've got two or three versions of that song, um, feeling all right in our wheelhouse. So really, really enjoy that you're taking your time. And I know you've got a busy schedule. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You've been listening to Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger, sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. And don't forget, if you miss a broadcast, you can hear the podcast at sightsandsoundspromotions.com where Alan hangs out with music royalty.